Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Yes, yes, folks. We are live. We are live. And good morning, good afternoon, wherever the heck in the world you are. It's the one and only V, the girl economist, coming to you live with my main man, El Cuco himself, CJ, working the airways, making sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com, the place where you will find all things geopolitical, geostrategic, geoeconomic. It's there. You can go check it out. We'll be, you know, all our broadcasts are there, articles are there, everything's there. Go check it out, roguenews.com. Also, check out mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com for all your true, real, and pure, unadulterated CBD edible goodness. It is CBD isolate, not the cheap concentrates that everybody else is utilizing, folks, but the isolates itself offering the best, the highest grade of absorption. You get what you pay for it. And Siege, what is going on right now? I know they got some things going on right now with mycbdedibles.com. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks, V. I appreciate that. Yeah, so we're, you know, we're really excited with the uh, the progress. We have some really cool products uh, that are currently in, in development. So I just want to share for, for our listeners, you know, we've been uh, operating in the Delta A space uh, with Clouds by Design. And Steve, uh, my business partner, has done a great job of developing you know, really kick butt products that are really helping a lot of people right now. So we're actually expanding uh, new territories and new markets. Nice. And we're, be we're being, yeah, we're being very strategic V because obviously Delta eights derived from hemp and it operates in a little bit of a gray area. And that's primarily because of, you know, Delta nine THC is a federally banned substance, but the farm bill, the hemp farm bill did legalize. I know many of our listeners have already heard me say that. So to get to the gist of it, one of the States, that's really kicking ass in hemp and the hemp growth is Texas. Uh, Texas is, is doing some really unique things and they actually push back against some of the legislatures who are looking to really outlaw Delta eight uh, hemp products. So the legislature here recently actually shut that bill down and said, no, we're, we're not going to ban Delta eight because it's hemp derived. And, you know, hemp is going to be a huge uh, industrial uh, sector in Texas and so it's a favorable state for us. And so for that reason, we are going to specifically target Texas and look for opportunities to help uh, individuals uh, who, who have either previous any type of, of medical sales or or sales position, not only to help with their income stream, but to help for distribution of our products. It's you know, we, we did a beta pilot test here in my home state. It's very professionally done. There's a, an actual independent operating agreement. Uh, the commission-based type work is specifically spelled out so that everyone, it's transparent, everyone understands it, there's no guessing game. Uh, and then obviously, primarily what we want to avoid is trying to build any type of multi-level marketing program. We don't want that. We we, we don't want, you know, we we prefer independent sales rep who have a specific territory uh, because we, we don't, we don't, a lot of the times when that, that you establish a multi-level marketing program, it's tough to control the variables. You get a lot of people who are over-promising, who are, who are stating a lot of uh, things that potentially it can't do. So, so listen, so if you're interested and, in, and if you're in Texas, again, this is specifically targeting Texas, uh, we, we would love to chat with you in terms of potentially helping us to, to launch that market. So, if, you know, write this down, drop me an email at CJ, 
Uh, that's Charlie June at roguenews.com. Drop me an email. Uh, we'll set up a time to chat and, and, you know, go through the details of it. And I, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do that because, you know, I, we do have some, uh, some, some uh, individuals, some contacts there in, in Texas uh, that we're currently working with again to get that market launch uh, for MyCB Edibles and, and Clouds by Design V. That is epic, man. Good news. Uh, hopefully, if anybody out there listening in Texas, you want to create an additional income stream for yourself, contact CJ. Uh, it's a great opportunity. If you're in Dallas, if you're in Fort Worth, you're in Houston, San Antonio, Austin, where the heck? It's a huge Texas? state. It's a huge market. It's, it's huge. It's a huge market. Lubbock. Um, Man, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. You know, uh, the uh, the I forgot the border towns names, but anyway, if you're in Texas, anywhere in Texas, you want to work, you want to get some additional income. It's a great opportunity for you to just crack it open. Market is virgin over there, absolutely virgin uh, for this amazing product, and it's going to be the it's literally the best in class. So check it out, folks. Check it out. Contact CJ. Siege with Dota, with all that out of the way, and I'm still recovering from a food coma from this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to begin, bro? Well, a, a couple things. There's a, a a lot of things to discuss and and cover, but I think the first thing is is I want to give uh, kudos to you and to Eric Matthew Eric. Uh, yes. In case our listeners have not found out yet, or, or or so I don't even know if I've tweeted out yet. So shame on me. However, you know Matthew uh, did a great show with B last week. I was unavailable. I was traveling and all that kind of good stuff. So if you want to capture capture that interview. Uh, it, you know, prefer you go to roguenews.com. It's it's currently the top title uh, video there that you can you can uh, listen to. Uh, but one of the things that that really came about that discussion was an article that you know. And again, I don't want to take the words out of his mouth, but he was you know working on trying to put his thoughts together. Uh, he published that article on his Substack, and Zero Hedge picked it up. Uh, so which was pretty kick ass. So the title of that article is "The Financial Blowout Ahead." lobotomized economics clash on the deck of the Titanic. So, so uh, again, you know, Zero Hedge picked it up. So just kudos uh, to you guys and uh, pretty, pretty damn awesome that, you know, that we had a play, a part of, of uh, something getting, getting uh, published on Zero Hedge as well, carried over there. Yeah, it's epic, man. And the funny thing is also, it's like along the same veins, uh, I'm, you know, putting the finishing touches on an article as well that exactly collates perfectly, it collates perfectly with what uh, Matthew has put out I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into the uh, the fire economy. I'm going to delve into the derivatives. I'm going to rip, try to try my best to rip apart the bubble. I mean, folks, you got to understand everything that that happens from here on out. You understand what type of new economic model we have. It's not a capitalist or free market model that we're we're working under. We're working under the, some sort of a a chimera, some sort of an aberration, a, a freak of nature type economy that I've never seen it before. You literally break it apart systemically, bit by bit, you know, piece by piece, and you'll understand that this is this is somewhere between a a a uh, um a, a a central planner's wet dream and some sort of a fantasy game akin to Dungeons and Dragons. That's what this economy is. It's somewhere between a fantasy for a central planner, a hardcore central planner, and a Dungeons and Dragons fantasy game. It is that's what this is. That's what this is. And if people are talking about oh the national debt, oh the the G seven meeting was you know we're gonna get into that later today. I'm gonna get fired up. I'm gonna hammer that out the box. There's so many things to unpack there, and this kind of talk gets me fired up. But see, let's get into the news. What do we got? What's the first thing we got, brother? Well, just really quick things that are kind of funny and in a way just absolutely grotesque. And I think it speaks volume in terms of the, uh, you know, piece of crap network that CNN is. And, and but yeah, I'm not sure. I, like I, I had heard that this had happened, but did you, uh, there's an actual legal ad advisor to CNN and Jeez. apparently on a, on a zoom call, he was, he was caught masturbating. Oh yes, yes, yes! I heard about this. Did you know that they're they're bringing him back? That they're acclimating him back into oh, the CNN God, news the network. Jeff, Jeffrey, whatever his name is. It's 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 very odd. It's like one of those those conversations. He's a champion of women's rights. I heard CJ. He's a champion of women's rights. Uh, it, it's, it's something that you you don't hear every day, and I'm just really surprised. Like you know, because they're the the huge advocates for you know for women's rights for you know, equality for all those things. And to, to, to sit there and try to excuse, you know, 
that type of, uh, I mean, I mean, think about who in their right mind on a, on a zoom call with coworkers and everything else like that. So let's, let's play some of this V because it, it it's not going to do it justice as far as the, 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 the grotesque and then also the, the comedy around it. So, so here we go. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's bring in CNN chief legal analyst, Jeffrey Tubin to talk about this and more. Hi, Jeffrey. Hello, Allison. It's been a while. It has been a while. Indeed. It's been a while. Yes, Allison. I've been watching you and masturbating. Um, what's happened in the months since we've seen you, since some of our viewers may not know what has happened. So uh, yes. I'll recap. I was rubbing one out and stood in front of the camera. Help yourself. Okay. <laughs> Help yourself. Um, in October, you were on a Zoom call with your colleagues from the New York. beating my meat. Everyone took a break. For several minutes, during which time oh you God, were caught masturbating on camera. Uh, you were subsequently fired from that job after 27 years of working there. And you, since then, have been on leave from CNN. Do I have all that right? Um, you got it all right. Sad to say. Okay. So let's start there. Okay. Um, Why is this news? What the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much, and um, <laughs> I was thinking with my uh, I was thinking with my uh, you know my right hand and uh, my other brain, my other head. Defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. Fuck you no! You, of course you knew, bro. Correct. I thought that I. Because you're a deviant le far leftist liberal. They're all psycho. Moronic. But anyway, well, we can. You ever notice something? Look, I, I noticed something. See, <laughs> go ahead. Whenever you travel in the most liberal of areas, right? You ever notice how freaking busted and ugly people are? You ever notice that the way they dress, the way they carry themselves, their hair's all unkempt, they have the most just the most god awful outfits on. You name it, right? They, look at. Go to Portland. Go to Seattle. Go to like some of the most liberal parts of New York City. Go to L.A. Go to you know wherever Austin. They all look like they haven't bathed. They look disgusting, right? They're all deviants, right? Mm -hmm. And this psychopath, that Jeffrey Tubin, do you think for one second this moron, right? Like, see, you and I have used Zoom a million times for, like, conference calls and whatnot. There is no way that anybody could use Zoom to say, I didn't know the camera was on. Of course you know the camera's on, you dumb idiot, because when the camera's on, it's your... It's it's this if the camera is off, the screen is black. Okay, the zoom window is black. There's nothing there. But the camera's on, it's gonna broadcast the image of where the hell you're sitting. So this moron on purpose started beating his me because he's a psycho deviant. Okay, he's a psycho deviant, and there's a known fact that this guy is he's very um untoward, so to speak to some of his uh, female colleagues that he works with. This guy's sick. And now they're putting the sickle back in because that's the type of mental degeneracy that you find in the left, that you find with CNN. And, and, and they're putting this guy back in and they're trying to explain it away like it's normal. Of course, everything is normal. There's no good. There's no evil. There's no right. There's no wrong. Everything's all a billion shades of micro, you know, gray. Right? So... To the foreign leftists who think it's okay to have a book of teaching a first grader to beat off, right? This is this is cool. Yeah, Jeffrey Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin's a new hero now, bro. He's the new hero. Oh yeah, hey, it's Jeffrey hey, Tubin. Hang on, B. I'm busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I'm sorry. I should not have done that for <laughs> two <or less> hours. <laughs> Oh. No, but and I like what good humor, man. He said he said states in his, his message on our on our I got posted right now. But he says, like, it's a great point. Like in dying societies, anything goes right. I mean, and so so CNN's effort to I don't think it's regard necessarily to, to normalize this type of behavior. But again, excuse it, excuse it. And at the same time, you know, bring him and acclimate him back into the network as some, you know, rehabilitation or whatever they want to call it. It's really not newsworthy more than it's just funny. No, it's, it, just, it, it's it, a it, joke. I mean, first of all, who the <laughs> hell knows what Jeff, who Jeffrey Tobin is? Nobody knows who this moron is. Nobody cares. Nobody watches CNN except for a bunch of bunch of like retirement homes and airports, right? That's, that's about it. 
Why is this even news? It's beyond me. So what does asshole say? Let's finish this up and we'll move to the next one. No, we don't have to. I mean, because I know we have a lot to discuss, but I mean, there's only a few more uh, seconds left. But yeah, you know, so we don't have to. I mean, I think I, th- I think it's enough. But yeah. I do want to give a shout out real quick uh, to uh, Sherry Clayton again, who's really trying to help us to get uh, an interview uh, slotted with uh, Julian Assange, uh, dad and and brother who are currently doing a North America tour. Uh, but just a shout out to Roger Waters. You know, I, I don't know a lot about the guy, you know, obviously, you know, front man for, for Pink Floyd, but he has done so much in terms of, of trying to help Assange get free. He's traveled overseas and, and does all these things, but he shares this great story. And the only reason I'm, I'm even covering it because it's really a double middle finger to the tech oligarchs and what their, their attempt is. And so he was contacted uh, by Facebook and they wanted to use another brick in the wall for some type of a marketing, whatever thing that they were going to leverage it for. They offered him a significant amount of money. And he breaks this down, V, as he's reading this letter, reading this offer from uh, from, from Facebook. This, so this let's listen to this. That I actually put in my folder when I came out here today. You have no idea what it is. Nobody does because it arrived on the Internet to me this morning. It's a request for the rights to use my song, Another Brick in the Wall 2, in the making of a film to promote Instagram. So it's a missive. (laughs) It's a missive from Mark Zuckerberg to me, right? Arrived this morning with an offer of a huge, huge amount of money. And the answer is, fuck you. No fucking way. There you go. And I, I only mention that because this is an, an insidious, it's the insidious movement of them to take over absolutely everything, you know. So those of us who do have any power, and I do have a little bit, in terms of the control of the publishing of my songs, I do anyway. So I will not be a party to this bullshit, Zuckerberg. <laughs> We want to thank you for considering this project. We feel that the core sentiment of this song is still so prevalent and necessary today, which speaks to how timeless a work is true. And yet they want us they want to subjoin it. They want to use it to make Facebook and Instagram even bigger and more powerful than it already is, so that it can continue to censor all of us in this room and prevent this story about. Julian Assange getting out to the general public so the general public could go, what? What? No. No more. Not a mass. Zuckerberg features in my new rock and roll show. I've got him sitting. No, I shouldn't tell you. But, but, but he does. But you think, how did this little prick who started off by saying, she's pretty, we'll give her a four out of five. She's ugly, we'll give her a one. How the, did he get a, any power in anything? And yet here he is, one of the most powerful idiots in the world. There yep. you go. <clears throat> uh, a, a tool job, what Facebook is, is intelligence operation, along with all the other social media and tech platforms here in the United States, which is part of this whole entire disgusting spy network. The West will swirl the toilet bowl. Alongside all of its concoctions and creations, which is Scroogle, Facebook, Instagram, all the other bullshit companies, Twitter, they will swirl the toilet bowl as they dissolve to oblivion all the while they're trying to build back better, CJ. Yeah, yeah. We are in, you know, there's a point. Right. When you look at somebody who's suffered for years and years with cancer, they've had some of the most aggressive battles they've had with the disease. There's a point where the patient becomes terminal. And when a patient becomes terminal, the only thing you can do is, is start to initiate palliative, you know, palliative care. Right? Palliative care meaning you do what you can just to manage the pain while the person slips from this side of eternity, I'm sorry, from this side of the world and into eternity. You do what you can. The question about Western civilization is not 
When's the turnaround? When are we coming back? When are we going to build back better? When are we going to be this? And when are we? The that's not even a question at this point. It is a moot point. There is no build back better. There is no great again. There is no rebound. There is no great American comeback. And I can go on for the next 10 hours detailing for you why there isn't in excruciating, painful detail. There isn't any of that. The patient is terminal. Look at the G7. They've met. They've had a giant circle jerk party. They've patted each other on the back and they gave platitudes. Folks, you got to understand, every single one of these leaders that met in the G7 were the lowest of the low-grade morons. These are all idiots that have, that have destroyed, that have sold off their physical economy. Folks, let me explain something to you. The physical economy of a country is the nation's birthright. And just like Esau sold his birthright to Jacob in the story in the Bible for a bowl of porridge, for a bowl of stew, we've done the same thing. We sold our birthright because we had an appetite that needed to be satisfied. That appetite was quick, cheap, and easy money. It couldn't wait for a factory to be tooled up and ready and, and for product, uh, products and wares to be developed and, and created. It couldn't wait for that. It needed it now. It needed that fix now like a, like a junkie needs a hot load directly into his veins. And we've transitioned, all of the Western countries have transitioned into what's called a fire economy. Their entire stupidity, that's called an economy, is based upon finance, banking, and all the billion and one products that banking has offered. All of which is designed to do one thing and one thing only, to fleece the public. Folks, in 150 years of banking, what has banking done for you besides give you an ATM and a debit card? What has banking done for you? The answer is nothing. In 150 years of banking in this country, what have they done? What have they created in terms of instruments and devices in order to take your money away from you? Oh, it's innumerable. It's thousands, thousands of different things. In 150 years, how many regulators have worked against you to, to not, only, not only separate you from the money that you worked so hard to earn, but to destroy any chance of you even having any sort of an asset in this country? What have they done? Oh, they've done it all. They've done everything. What have they done for you? Have you gained liberty in the last 150 years or have you lost it? Have you gained financial freedom in the last 150 years, or have you lost it? Have you gained freedom of speech in the last 150 years, or have you lost it? We are terminal. We are in a terminal decline. We are in a trajectory that there is no escape from. There ain't no patriots. There ain't no white hats. There's no crash helmets. There's no yellow vests. There's no Trump. There's no great leader who's going to save you from this one, folks. There's none of that. The only thing you have left is time. And I hear all these fools talk. All these great idea men. I mean, this last week, Tesla 
unveiled their new Model S, Plaid model. Plaid, 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 whatever. Whatever you want to call Plaid, right? Electric car, and you got all these yuppies. Oh, my God, electric car. Oh, the electricity is the future. And I laugh because I know the reality of it. I laugh. I know the reality of it. I know that Tesla doesn't make any money on cars. They make the money on carbon trading. I have been saying it for freaking years, and now they're running Main Street articles catching up to what I've been saying for years now. Three, four years. And let me explain to you that all the morons and monkeys out there that think that electricity is the future, this country makes nothing. And I think it was Charles Hugh Smith, actually. We've got to get Charles back on siege. He wrote an awesome article. If you want some sort of electric infrastructure for electric cars, so I can charge my, my Tesla and my Ford Mustang Mach-E, Mach-E, Mach-E. And my F-150 Lightning. If I dug up all the lithium, all the cobalt, all the nickel, all the graphene in the world, I still will not be able to meet those demands. This country does not have the capacity, the resources, the, the, the alliances, the partnerships that it needs to, to fulfill this pie-in-the-sky idea that these central planners have concocted to come up with. Why? Because the West is brain-dead. Folks, let me explain something to you about electric cars. I'm going to tie it into what the G7 is all about. No car company has ever figured out how to make any sort of money on this damn thing. So if you're wondering why Toyota, the largest car company in the world, with the most brilliant engineers, okay? If you're wondering why Toyota, BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, Volkswagen, which is also the, I think, depending on the week of the, you know, the day of the week, it's between Volkswagen and Toyota, which is the largest in the world, okay? And Volkswagen owns Audi, Porsche, Lamborghini, Bugatti, and actually they just sold off uh, Bugatti to Rimac, which they also own shares of Rimac. But anyway, the, the question becomes, none of them, it's not a question, but the, the, the statement is none of them has figured out how to make money off this damn thing. And even with the government subsidies, you got to think about this, right? The West is pushing the Green New Scheme. The Green New Steel. And they're saying electric cars by 2030, even though internal modern internal combustion engines produce practically zero hydrocarbons. Even though that in, in, in when you look at aerospace engineering, when you look at jet engine propulsion, guess what guess what they're looking at? They're not looking at electric motors for jets. That's freaking that's that's stupid. But they are looking at hydrogen. There's plenty of it. So look at these young, these idiots who 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 fall into these things. Those why is why is the West pushing electric cars? Even China, who's have major incentives, they're they're giving out to doling it out to uh to electric car. And hey, if you got an electric car, you can come into the city here. You can drive there. You can do this. You can do that. But but even then, it's people still buying gas powered vehicles. The market dictates that. And, folks, you have, like, less than – it's, like, less than 1% of cars that are sold are electric cars. And without the government subsidies, they're, they're gone. They're bankrupt. They'll go out of business. It's a fake industry. So why are they all selling electric cars? Why are they all hyping it up? Because the electric car boondongle – the defense military industrial complex boondongle and the upcoming infrastructure bill that's going to be passed because it's going to have all the right platitudes attached to it, boondongle, is all designed for one thing. None of these things are designed to ever see the light of day, number one. 
is none of these things are ever designed for mass adoption, number two. And the most important thing that you have to remember, folks, every single thing I detail, the, the government's obsession with electric, electric cars, the government's obsession with the defense contractors, the government's obsession with infrastructure and build back better is nothing but the one last greatest money laundering scheme the world has ever witnessed being played out right in front of your eyes. You and your communities, your neighborhoods, your states will not see one penny. You might get some token benefits of it, but the vast majority of this will not go to you. This is for these criminals. For these criminals. To get their last hurrah in. Build back better. <laughs> G7's build back better. Spending plan to rival China's belt. Not even. They have no idea. They... They, you have seven of the most broke, insolvent nations in the world, led by the most lowest on the totem pole in terms of mental acuities, the lowest of the low individuals leading these nations. And they're going to have a, a plan. Folks, you have no idea. You have, you have no idea. And they tell you these things. You have no idea how a meritocracy works. You have no idea how far ahead the Belt and Road Initiative is. No, no idea how far ahead the multipolar world is. The solar, I'm sorry, the polar Silk Roads. The ocean-faring Silk Roads. The, 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 the land routes. All these things have changed the game. And the insolvent is West will go into irrelevancy. They'll go into irrelevancy. Talking about build back better. Look at these idiots. Draghi, Biden, Merkel, Johnson, Trudeau. Look at these guys. You think any one of these brain-dead curmudgeons, these obsolete people, these, these, these morons who are in the final legs of their life, who've done nothing, their greatest accomplishment in life is, is serving in government for 30, 40, 50 years, being a bureaucrat, they're going to have a bright idea? You think these morons could compete in a, merit, in, in a, merit, in a meritocracy? In a meritocracy-driven civilization-focused economic powerhouse that's China? You think these guys could compete with that? They have no freaking clue. The game is over. The patient is terminal. The West has lost its culture. Oh, we're going to win back the culture. Well, no, you're not. You're going to win back shit. You know why? You have to let this economy collapse. The greatest blessing you could pray for is saying, Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we ask, and you can quote, pray whatever God you want, but we ask, Lord, that uh, you collapse and crash this economy. And that after you crash it, that the people have the balls, oh Lord, to bring America back to an industrial base. Industrial powerhouse. Just like as uh, Paul would say from the series report, to be a great nation among great nations. Right? But this trajectory, look at these idiots around this table. Do you think any one of them have any clue, any idea, any direction? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They have nothing, they offer nothing, and they do nothing. Build back better. Green New Deal. Electric cars. California doesn't, they don't even have reliable power. They got rolling brownouts. You go to California, it's like going to like some, some, some third world country. Power goes out in the middle of the afternoon. Oh, my God, there goes the load. Oh, we've got to wait around two, three hours for it to kick back in. And these morons are going to have electric cars? 
This country has third world infrastructure. They're talking about build back better. We have, we have folks, we have pharmaceutical companies that can't even do baby powder. I'm looking at you, Johnson and Johnson. We have defense contractors that can't that have the built aircraft carriers that can't land or take off any planes. We have warships that have guns that don't fire. We have aircraft that shoot themselves. We have bridges that collapse. We have pipelines that get hacked by our own FBI so the FBI can step in as a hero. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by the deep state. I'm not impressed by the intelligence agencies. I think they're they're all a joke. They all need to go. They all need to go. Build back better. Green New Deal. It's all bullshit platitudes. Oh, freedom, democracy, free markets. Folks, you've been under a delusion. A mass brainwashing program that has been rough, running roughshod over your brains for the last several decades. And when you start freeing yourself from that programming and you start looking at hard numbers, because right now they're manipulating, oh, the Wuhan virus is back. Maybe that lab leak. And folks, I already broke down free. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it again. The bloody lab is not even owned by the Chinese. When you start following the money, you start realizing how decrepit and evil and insidious the Western nations have become. I can't be a part of it. Any person with a conscience cannot sleep at night and be a part of it and be comfortable with it. You got seven, you, you, you got five years maybe at this rate, the way they're printing. Make as much money as you can and get the hell out of harm's way. Siege. Yeah, I think it's really like kind of intertwined, V. Everything ranging from the uh, the build back better uh, to the, the the vision of of what that entails. Everything that we're witnessing currently with the uh, the, the the vaccine mandates, it, it's it's all intertwined in, in regards let's, to. Let's talk about the jab real quick. We'll call it the jab. Let's talk about the, the jab, jab mandate. The jab. Yeah. So I I think that that's what you know, it involves. And I think that they understand what, what that is, is just a, a, a decrease in, in population as they reform and they try to change everything to fit their, their na narrative of what that future uh, looks like with their carbon neutral, the, the, their, their green energy uh, initiatives in terms of what they want to control. And you're, and you're absolutely right. It is a, a huge wealth extraction at this point. It's a, a massive attempt to basically uh, flood the world with, with uh, debt uh, with dollars, everything that basically that they that the that they accuse China of doing, uh, they're going to do themselves. They're going to uh, blanket write checks to to uh, Africa to anyone willing to to take this debt, uh, and at the same time, probably pennies on the dollar will actually arrive in the form of of actual legitimate anything. The rest of it will be uh, stolen, will be undermined by shell companies that are that are formed. Uh, to take those funds and then and then circle it back. So it, yeah, it's just it's just crazy. You're right to be witnessing this during this time period. And I think the the, the question that everyone has to to ask themselves is that you know you know what will be the the history here? How how will you write that history? Will you be willing to write it that at this point you you observed you you were bystander you 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 documented it, or or are you going to be willing to write the narrative that that you did not stand idly by and and witness it? And I think those are the kind of the conclusions we're coming to, and I think it does. It it involves taking a stand. What we're witnessing right now with with the jab. Uh, one thing that occurred just literally this past week was the fact that in in Texas, a uh, a, ju a judge actually upheld the mandate by a Texas hospital system. Now. It, you know, probably was a, a, a private company, uh, which obviously is taking place. Uh, this will probably be get ushered up. So basically, there were 117 employees who came forth to sue uh, the hospital system for their their jab uh, mandates. Uh, the, jo the the judge dismissed this as as false and ir irrelevant. 
I, I think in part, maybe who drafted this lawsuit and went forth uh, versus I'm not sure what it actually had in terms of the, the, the plaintiffs. Uh, but obviously, you know, those things potentially could violate, you know, federal law in terms of, uh, you know, applying for any type of uh, religious um, uh, vaccine, um, you know, mandate into exemption, basically. Uh, I'm not sure what what that lawsuit had in, in, in its details. I haven't read up on it. I'm sure this will get ushered up. But these are the things that are happening in, in our communities. And I just really, you know, encourage everyone. I've, I've been sidelined a little bit in terms of advocacy and getting in, involved uh, here in our state. We're kind of on the forefront because we did have a, a university, as I've shared many times on the shows that really, you know, put forth for not only their employees, but, but students as well. Uh, we, you know, through advocacy it was, you know, some, some people were able to organize and, and, and get the university to, to, to change routes, especially any, any type of organization, whether it's a university or, or company that receives, you know, any type of, of federal funding um, or state funding, which a, a lot of universities do, uh, can push can push back against against those, those mandates. Uh, but, you know, and again, I just want to give a shout out because obviously there's some 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 people who very we've had Lucy on the show uh, before. Uh, she's 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 a warrior like she. She's a warrior, and I tried to get her on last week to discuss the rallies and, and what took place here in Indiana the past couple of days. They did one in, in Bloomington, and then they most recently did one here uh, in Indianapolis. The other, uh, you know, huge person that's been really doing a lot is, is uh, you know, Carrie Bundy. She um, had a child that that uh, that uh, died due to a, 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 a jab. Uh, not not recently. This is this is several 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 years ago. Uh, but this is what it takes. It, it takes organization. Uh, you can find these organizations; they exist throughout. Uh, this was the Saturday uh, rally that was that was held in, in Indianapolis, where they're they're pushing it back against, you know, IU Health and 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 their mandates. Uh, it, it takes this type of organization for uh, politicians, these people who want to who want to pass these draconian type policies. Uh, to understand that the people are not going to just sit back and idly watch this. Uh, so it's, 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 it's that time. And, you know, we have to decide and you're, you're, you're not alone. That's the, that's the thing. There's probably more people, you know, even just the people that are listening in on this live stream that, that agree uh, with, with, with us that, Hey, look, you know what, you know, if you, if you want to do the jab, that's, that's great. That's up to you. You know, however, we still support the ideas of medical I mean, freedom and liberty. Exactly. Go ahead, the, the whole point is, CJ, if the if the, if your jab works, you want to go ahead and take the jab, and your you, your jab works. And why are you worried about me not having the jab? I mean, after all, your jab works, right? I mean, dude, it, it, the logic with these people are so damn flawed. Nobody has any common sense, and this is the problem. Not only we are we not having adult conversations, but we're not having the discussion of common sense. And people are like, well, that's not how the jab's supposed to. Then they explain to me how the jab works. So if you're wearing a mask and I'm not wearing one, why are you worried? After all, you're your mask work, right? Or is this all just bloody damn theater? Or is it about profiteering? Because it is about profiteering. Because here's the deal. 76% of people who say they're not going to take the jab will not ever take the jab, period. 76%. That's the recent polls. The second thing is this. You know, there's a lot of people saying, well, the U.S. is uh, wasting hundreds of billions of doses, hundreds of millions of doses of the vaccine. The U.S. and the U.K. are going to have to throw them out because nobody wants to take them, number two. Number three, these things have side effects. CDC's own numbers, you can look it up yourself. I'm not going to quote them here. The jab has side effects. Some of which we don't know. We, we're, we're, we're talking about the, 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 the heart Inflammation that is that is occurring, carditis, right? The potentiality sees is existing. That there's a lot of people in Israel who first to catch this carditis, the inflammation that is happening within the heart, and um, <clears throat> the the problem is that they're thinking is that this is going to cause later on down the road heart transplants. Because of the type of design, I'm not going to get into it here, lest we be censored. But the design of, of, these, uh, of these components make it so that once you take the jab, that it, it, it has an effect for some people on the cardiac muscle tissue. So what's going to happen in five years? 
10 years. What happens if tens of thousands of people all of a sudden need new hearts? You see, this is emergency use, use authorization. We don't know. Nobody knows. And you talk to some idiots who, who believe... Uh, dude, I remember sitting out in the park somewhere and uh, some guy was t- t- you know, talking to uh, to me and my better half and they were like, oh, the, the pharmaceutical company is the most... pharmaceutical industry is the most ethical industry in the world. There's so much ethical e- ethics. I, I was like, wow, I'm, I'm in... I'm in La La Land. I mean, see, could you believe that? <laughs> I mean, Mm-mm. you have companies that can't make baby powder. You got companies that are being sued for a myriad of, of drugs, class action lawsuits. Any one of these companies, class action lawsuits on various drugs that they've created and they're trying to sell to the public and they have gotten massive amounts of side effects that have caused death or have caused some sort of a side effect where the person is inhibited from living a normal life. And you got people out there thinking that this is the the pharmaceutical industry, the most ethical industry. Yeah, so is banking. Very ethical. Very ethical. But this is the type of foolishness we're dealing with. I've never met so many educated fools in my life than I do these days, Siege. So many educated fools walking around. They're all educated. It's unreal. Yeah, and unreal and and people who are, you know, totally accustomed to, you know, being managed by, by fear. You know, managed by fear and the uh, the lack of ability to 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 critically critically think through uh, some of these things that we're we're experiencing, you know. Hence, v the the same reason why a lot of people have no idea in regards to the the dollar in itself, and they could never envision a world without a, that the dollar or or even be willing to 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 get out of that exi- existing system that occurs with with the banking system. It, it's it, it, it's a shame, and and most people are are very comfortable that until something directly impacts them, uh, that they will just go through with with the status quo. Um, I'm not mad at them. Uh, there there there's a significant amount of money, uh, you know, psychological things that are being applied uh, to to persuade them to to get them to believe that that's that's what needs to take place. Um, but I, th- I think we're also reaching that t- time point where, you know, how much time and energy do we spend, you know, attempting to, to change those individuals' minds and, 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 and instead falling back to getting people to, to understand the realization that it's, it's, it falls back to an individual choice. It's an individual that gets to decide that what's going to take place for themselves, for their, their family, you know, versus a, a corporation, uh, versus a, uh, the CDC, uh, these people who have, uh, you know, as a, even as of lately, just a huge, terrible track record in terms of any type of, of safety. Uh, look, look at some of the, the drugs that have been approved uh, the past several years. And, you know, na- name one that hasn't been under some type of, of, of scrutiny for for side effects that have, that have occurred, uh, lawsuits. But yet we allow these manufacturers of these jabs to completely operate liability free. I mean, shoot, maybe maybe I'm in the wrong industry. Maybe I should be developing some type of a of, of a jab for for something. You, you want to know the real reason why they make them liability free? Not just the all oh, the 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 whole you know the whole the whole lawsuit thing. That's just only a part of it, right? The real reason why they make these manufacturers, these pharmaceutical manufacturers, liability free for vaccines is this: it does wonders for their stock price. Every time a new vaccine is rolled out, okay, their stock goes up precipitously. It is to make their shareholders and their stock and their stock extremely happy and and, and, and valuable. That's it. Think you you because think about it. If there if there if you have the ability to sue a pharmaceutical company for a vaccine. And every time a new vaccine rolled out, because you got to understand, there's no innovation anymore. 
See, you, you realize that, right? There's no innovation anymore anywhere in medical, in, in the pharmaceutical industry for any sort of advancements in health and in healing and in cures, right? Because the money is in the medicine. The money is in the, in the treatment, not the cure. Mm-hmm. Right. 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 And one of the fields that, have, uh, that a pharmaceutical company can make the most amount of money in is what? Vaccines. Okay. It's one of those things. So if, if, if the only thing you have, right, because the, the pharmaceutical companies in, the, in, in this country are one-trick ponies, nobody cares. Your shareholder price don't go up if you all of a sudden develop a, a, a drug that helps tr- treat a, 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 a better treatment for Prader-Willi syndrome. Nobody cares. It's not that hot. It's not that sexy. Nobody cares if your if your company invents a cure or a treatment for um, Lou Gehrig's disease. But if you come out with a vaccine, see, it plays into the the only thing the West has going for it, which is what marketing, right? As soon as you roll out a vaccine, all of a sudden it's sexy. Vaccines are here. Oh, yeah. Dude, the vaccine is the ultimate stock booster. See, a vaccine is for you to boost your immune system. But what it really is, it's for the pharmaceutical companies to boost their stocks. Because think of what an investor will do. Oh, I'm going to buy shares of Pfizer. Or I'm going to buy Moderna, uh, Moderna shares. Moderna, a company that makes nothing, that has brought not, they haven't brought a single product to market. But all of a sudden, they got approval to bring out this mRNA vaccine. mRNA. And all of a sudden, their shares go from pennies to boom. And it's traded up. Why? Because you have to understand. So you might say to yourself, we have a pharmaceutical No, we don't have a pharmaceutical industry. We have a financial industry. Because we have a fire economy. You do that, you make the vaccine sexy, you pump up the stock of the company, you create derivatives on the back end, and you 40 exit 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 times over, you make all the share, and you keep the glut of this insane Ponzi scheme going. It's all connected. I can invest in the shares for Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, because they all of a sudden they come out with this new vaccine. Oh, that's going to be great. Why? Because there's no recourse. I can never be sued. This is wonderful for the company stock. So what if a few thousand are dead? It's the greater good. Why? Because we have a fire economy. We don't have a pharmaceutical industry. We have a financial industry. We don't have an automotive industry. We have a financial industry. You want proof of that? Explain to me Tesla, a company that makes no money, has a higher market cap than Ford. We have a financial industry, not, a, not an automotive industry. Mm. Think about that. Everything is centered around the fake, fictitious banking. All of it. All of it. Has, has everything to do with the fake, pretentious Finance, the finance game. We have a petroleum industry. No, you don't. You don't have a petroleum industry in this country. Russia has a petroleum industry. We don't. You know what we have? We have a financial industry. Why? Because oil is the most financialized commodity in the United States. It's so damn financialized, the state and local governments are all hooked on it with muni bonds and all sorts of other regs and licenses and certs that are all financialized. You don't have a legal system, folks. Oh, get ready for this one, folks. Put on your seatbelts. You don't have a judicial system in this country. You have a financial system. (gasps) Go to your local courthouse. If you had a speeding ticket or you showed up to uh, court or you had a case against you, go pull the docket. And there's a real docket. I forgot the actual name. It escapes me at the moment, but I'll... I'll, I'll, I'll remember at some point, but there's two docket numbers. One the, is the docket number to actually pull it, and there's the actual, real, long 
form docket number, which is about 15 or 16 digits. Take that long form docket number, type it into a trading house, any trading computer anywhere in Wall Street on a real trading platform. And guess what? Your court case is financialized. It's being traded as a derivative. <gasps> Did you know that? You don't have a judicial system. You have a financial system. You know why we don't win wars? You know why you make shitty equipment? You know why you have third rate? You know why your education system sucks? Because you don't have any industry. You have a financial system. You have a parasite of bankers that have been sucking you dry for the last 150 years. The patient is terminal. You understand how big this problem is? You understand how behind the game you are? You understand how screwed you are? Folks, you don't realize, man. I'm trying to scream this. You don't own anything. This is bigger than the UCC and the commercial code and all these other elementary kindergarten stuff that people talk about. This is not, and dude, we're in the last last innings of this ball game. And that's what you're seeing. Build back better and all this other bull crap. Before we close out, CJ, I want to comment real quick. We have uh, what, ha what happened to Nuts and Yahoo, man? Nuts. Yeah, so he's 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 out. I mean, this is a marks the uh, the end of a chapter with uh, uh, Nuts and Yahoo, uh, but he lost complete power. It was a complete vote. Still trying to get a little bit of information, you know, gathering right regarding uh, Bennett, the new. Uh, Prime Minister of Israel, um, and hopefully maybe on our roundtable, uh, geopolitical roundtable discussion on Tuesday, we can we can talk about any potential uh, foreign policy or what this looks like in the Middle East, because uh, I'm sure it'll have um, some significance in terms of uh, the change uh, that'll happen uh, in Israel, and uh, we know that everything that's been happening there. Be so it'll be, it'll be interesting to to monitor this. It will be. Uh, their their government's going to go hard left, which is fine. It seems like every 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 government in the in the Western world is going to go hard left. Why would you want to go hard left? You ever ask yourself why the controllers, why the powers that be want every single Western country to go hard left? They're going to go hard left because it's the best way to vertically integrate total control of the entire society and country, and it's also the best way to siphon off the wealth. It's all the best way to fleece the people and centralize control. That's why you go hard left. That's why you do it. Because remember, we got to keep the fire burning. We didn't light the fire. It was always burning since the Rothschilds were turning. We didn't light the fire. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the whole song of Billy. What's his name? Billy Joel? Yeah, Billy Joel. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna redo that, but I'm gonna write it from from the financial fire meaning you know finance insurance and real estate. <laughs> Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, <laughs> Morgan it. Stanley, love it. Morgan Stanley, State Street. <laughs> you know what I got to beat? <laughs> we didn't light the fire. It was 1913, and the Federal Reserve came on board. We didn't light the fire. It's been wrecking our economy since the day I was born. We didn't light the fire. Oh, my God. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. Thank you all for listening in. Again, mycbdedibles.com. If you are in the state of Texas, you want to make some additional income, contact CJ. Um, CJ, would you give out your email? Yeah, CJ at roguenews.com. Drop me an email there. It's probably the easiest to uh, to remember. So, And then also, don't forget, it's it's already up on uh, the YouTube channel, and we'll be simulcasting it everywhere. This video, today's, will be placed on roguenews.com for replay. And then tomorrow, set your reminders, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, our Geostrategy Roundtable is going to happen. We're going to have Ken, Paul, V., uh, Eric, uh, Velas, uh, we will be here and 
talking about a, range, a lot of range, long form discussion. Uh, so, so join us here. Uh, don't, don't miss it. Absolutely. And with that being said, we are over and out. Oh, wait, Cowboys got, yeah, <laughs> Crypto Cowboy in there. Morgan Stanley, straight, straight, CNN, beaten meat. We did it. Start the See, <laughs> Good that's one, perfect. Crypto Cowboy. Good email one. that, Cowboy. Email that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, with that being said, we're over and out, folks. Take it away, CJ. Yeah.